and I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood before the great and the terrible day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord hath said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of The Remnant Call. I'm your host, Brother Frank. Glad to have you here with us, and I'm excited. Our guest is going to be Brother Zev Parada, and I'll introduce him in a moment. Folks, thank you so much for all the support and the prayers that go out for The Remnant Call. We appreciate it. God has a mission, and that is that we share the good news. Yeshua is truly coming again. This is the day, this is the hour, this is the the warning time that your grandparents, your parents told you about would come, and the Lord needs us as believers to be useful in his kingdom, meaning he wants us to go out and do something, make a difference in somebody's life, pray for someone, share the good news with them, be a listening ear to them. You know, everybody can do something for the Lord. One time a man told me even the worst of us could at least serve as a bad example. So with that in mind, what are you doing for the Lord? It's not enough to just talk about it. We need to share the good news. Somebody prayed for you. Somebody shared with you, and God wants us to do it with others. Well, I'm excited about tonight's program. I've got a special guest all the way from Israel. I mentioned his name just a moment ago, Brother Zev Parat. And I want to, for those of you who don't know who Brother Zev is, well, Zev, he is a descendant of a line of rabbis. Rabbi Pinchas Parat was a Holocaust survivor who later became one of the heads of the Sanhedrin in Israel. He was certified as a Jewish rabbi. Zev never truly experienced the presence of God and drifted away from Judaism, but that all changed when Zev had a number of supernatural encounters that brought him to the faith in Messiah Yeshua, Jesus Christ. Led by the Holy Spirit, Zev founded Messiah of Israel Ministries, one of the very few Messianic congregations actually preaching the gospel publicly in Israel today. Over the many years, Messiah of Israel Ministries has been reaching Holocaust survivors, IDF soldiers, discipleship programs, Messianic congregations, and much more with the truth of Messiah Yeshua. Zev teaches from a unique biblical Hebrew foundation perspective of our faith in Yeshua and how we can prepare ourselves as the bride to meet Yeshua the Messiah in the second coming. Zev is the Israeli correspondent and co-host of Freedom Friday with host Pastor Carl Gallops and has been heard nationally and internationally on Alpha and Omega TV in Europe and CBN TV and Skywatch TV, The Jim Baker Show, Atlanta TV, Prophecy and the News, and many more. He has also been interviewed on numerous times on the TV program Why Israel, hosted by Rabbi David Nagy. Rabbi Parat co-authored the 2019 Amazon bestseller, Rabbi, The Secret Message and the Identity of Messiah. Folks, if you haven't read that book, you need to get it. He wrote the book with the Amazon top 60 bestseller with, Cap, <clears throat> with Pastor Carl Gallops. And with that, I'm going to bring Zev onto the program. Brother Zev, are you here with us? 
Absolutely. Shalom, Brother Frank. It's an honor and a blessing to be here today. We're living in exciting times. Amen. Yes, we are, Zev. And Brother, you have been a very busy man lately. I know I saw you back in March in Dallas, Texas, and and that was a powerful time. And, and God bless you. Got to have some great fellowship with you and really enjoyed it. But then after that, you've done a few tours in Israel and been pretty busy in your ministry. Brother, give us an update of what's happened since March. Well, praise God, praise Yeshua. Lord's keeping us busy because, as you just said in the beginning of the program, uh, we're called to be ambassadors for the kingdom. The time is short. We're not setting any dates, but the time is short, and we have to go out there and uh, to preach the gospel and to share in each each person in, in the unique way that God has positioned him to, to be, whether you're a housekeeper, a grandmother, a, a mother, a university student working in a bank, working in a supermarket. It really doesn't matter. We've all been called to be ambassadors. And our ministry right here in Israel, uh, we've been uh, preaching the gospel. We just launched a uh, large campaign of uh, Bible CDs. Uh, what we do is, uh, you know, we, we, we fill the post boxes in the homes here in Israel blast them with Bible CDs, with contact information, and Messianic prophecies uh, underlined in, in those CDs that people can read, uh, read them and hear them also as well. And, and, and the response has been huge, uh, Brother Frank. We've received a lot of persecution, that's true. But at the same time, we've also received many, many people that are interested to hear the gospel that have for the first time seen these Bible verses direct without any uh, interpretations of rabbis or anything, just the Bible itself. And they're having a lot of questions. And as we're speaking right now, two ministry uh, uh, people in the ministry right now are meeting with uh, with two uh, Orthodox Jews uh, for a meeting as we're meeting as we're speaking right now. And so we have a lot of follow-ups, a lot of outreaches, a lot of salvations, and a lot of discipleship because you know you you need to do follow-ups. Uh, even if someone gets saved, you you gotta you gotta disciple him, and that's what we're doing here in Israel. Praise God! So we're we're real busy. Absolutely. The, it, it seems like it's continuing to grow, that more and more people are coming to the Lord, to Yeshua in Israel. Zev, are, are you seeing it, this constantly, like you know, we've talked and heard about revival going on in Israel. Is, what is it going on right now? Is it truly that? Are many people coming to know Yeshua right now? Many people are coming to know Yeshua, some publicly, some are, are scared. And, uh, you know, many times people like to ask the question, wait a minute, the Bible's clear. The Bible says, if you're ashamed of my Father in heaven, then my Father will be ashamed of you. And we're not judging people that uh, receive Yeshua and, you know, don't go out with a teacher saying, I believe in Jesus, I believe in Yeshua, because the culture here is different. Having said, that Bible verse is true. We don't, we can't change the Bible verse. We can't contradict the Word of God. But we need to understand that there is a sanctification process. When a person receives Yeshua, Jesus, as the Messiah, just like he doesn't know everything and he, and he still has to go through the sanctification process, he still, you know, he, he has the basic information. And in the same way, also, his public confession of Jesus, of Yeshua, also takes time. So we never judge the people for that. But having said that, uh, Frank, there is a revival in Israel. As I said, some go out publicly and share their faith. Some are in that sanctification process. But as more and more Jews and more and more Arabs in Israel are coming and confessing Yeshua as Lord publicly, it's encouraging those that are kind of like underground or kind of like, you know, in their homes or in their communities believing in Yeshua to come out and publicly confess that. But having said that, Frank, yes, there is a revival in Israel. 
I don't think we've ever seen 2018 and now 2019 so much uh, uh, salvations as we've seen. And we know that number is going to grow because the Bible says it's going to grow. There's going to come a time where more and more Jews will come to know that Yeshua is the Messiah, not just Jews, Arabs, Jews from the nations. And that's what we're seeing right now. We're excited about it. That's why it's so important that the gospel be preached. Amen. And, and Zev, we know that as the Lord is doing miraculous works uh, over there in Israel and, and around the world, uh, even in the midst of this dark land in America, God is reaching uh, um, people. And we know that Israel and America share a lot of uh, common similarities. And, and folks, there's just as much darkness uh, in both lands. We do a lot of the same Silly stuff, but at the same time that all this miraculous is going on, Zev, we know that there is a counterfeit going on, and tonight we want to share some about that counterfeit that is going on. But Zev, it would be great if we could open up with a word of prayer on this program and just ask the Lord that he would bless and take us in the right direction. Zev, would you mind praying for us right now as we begin? Absolutely. Avinu Malkeinu Adon Olam. Heavenly Father, Lord Yeshua, we lift up your name. As the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the Lion of the tribe of Judah. Father, we pray that your Holy Spirit will be in control of this program, of this, the physical aspect of the program and the spiritual aspect. That your word would go forth from Zion and that would touch the hearts of people. Abba, Father, anything that's not from your word, we pray that would reach deaf ears. But anything from your word, Abba, Father may pierce the heart of the people, those who believe in Yeshua and those that will come into faith in Yeshua. As we work the harvest together in these last days, bring the gospel back to Jerusalem and go home. Abba Father, continue to, to bless my brother Frank in the ministry, bless his family, as he continues to share Yeshua in America and around the world. We pray that your mighty name be lifted in Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, hallelujah. Thank you, Zev, for that. Brother, we were talking earlier, you and I offline, just about... Uh, I remember when I was first converted, I was raised a believer, but I wasn't converted until uh, 1999. And I can remember Zev reading about these gold dust miracles that were going on. And it sounded so outrageous, it was almost hard to believe until a friend of mine, uh, they were from Highland County, Virginia, this little tiny place back in the middle of nowhere, and there was a church back there in this little, very rural area that was experiencing these so-called miracles. And so I just so happened to have had a lot of information on it and was able to share it with my friend and praise the Lord. They able to show the clarity from the Word of God and, and the deception that was going on about this. But, brother, it seems like these things are continuing to happen frequently. And so I wanted to talk tonight about another issue that's going on right now. Zev, I know that you're familiar with it some, and I uh, wanted to get your perspective on that. And that is this claim of the miracle Bible, they call it. It's producing oil. People are buying it. They're claiming it's got healing properties. They're traveling over to see it. Brother Zev, you've looked into this a little bit. What's going on with this Bible that's supposedly producing oil nonstop? Well, it's a very good topic to speak about, uh, Brother Frank. 
our ministry gets a lot of emails and a lot of people that uh, supposedly uh, some are confused and some are excited about this leaking Bible that's leaking oil. Well, whenever uh, I get asked any question or any anything happens out there, the first thing I do is go to the, the scriptures and ask for the Holy Spirit to reveal to me uh, the truth. And no matter what subject you're studying in the Bible or no matter what subject you're, you're talking about, Brother Frank, it's always important... Uh, Two main things. Number one, to always remember Psalms chapter 40, verse 7, no matter what subject you're doing. And then, then I said, here I am. I have come. It is written about me in the scroll. And, of course, we understand that speaking about Jesus, Yeshua. Yeshua is the Word, John 1, 14, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. In Hebrew, and the Word became flesh and tabernacled among us. So whenever we're reading the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation, our main focus needs to be on Yeshua. I have come in the scroll of the book. And if we do that, the power of the Holy Spirit will be able to reveal to us what is true and what is false. Because you and I can speak about it, somebody else can speak about it, but ultimately it's going to be the power of the word that does that. So that's, that's number one, very important. Number two, uh, very important to realize is, is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 21. It says, but test them all, hold on to what is good. So the Bible is clear. You need to test everything, and you need to keep your focus on Jesus Yeshua. If you do these two things, according to the Word of God, it'll be very, very difficult to deceive you. If you don't do these things, you probably will be deceived whether you love Jesus or don't love Jesus, and that's because what the believers need to understand is that Satan, we're not giving him any credit, but Satan is smarter than we are when we're not in the Holy Spirit. Now, the Bible's clear, greater is he in us than the one in the world. But he ha we have to be in the Word, in the Holy Spirit, in order for us to overcome and not be deceived by the enemy. Because the bottom line is this, Brother Frank, if we're looking or searching for something outside of the Scripture, then we're playing checkers when the Satan is playing chess. We need to understand that. The only mm. way that we can defeat him... The only way we can defeat him is by being in the Word. So not just about this leaking Bible. That's about anything, I would say. And people like to say, yeah, but, you know, I didn't go to uh, Bible school or I didn't go to, uh, uh, to seminar. Well, the book of James, Yaakov, which is the half-brother of Yeshua, answers that question for us. It says, if anyone lacks of wisdom, let him ask and he shall receive. Other Bible scriptures ask, uh, other, other Bible scriptures say, Ask and you shall receive, if it's the will of God. Seek first the kingdom of heaven, and everything will be added to you. So the question is, is it the will of God that you and I, and people listening to this program, watching this, this video later in the future, is it God's will that they understand the word of God? And the answer is yes. So based on, the promise of, and based on the promise of the scripture, if we lack of wisdom, we need to ask and we will receive. But we need to be in the Word of God, and we need to test everything. We can't get our information from a YouTube video or from a book or from something. I mean, if the book's in line with the Word of God, then yes. If the video is in line with the Word of God, yes. But if it's outside the Word of God, we, we, we should turn our head and you know, you know, take the dust off our feet and go. So I'm going to answer your question, but I'm building some kind of a, a, a foundation here, Brother Frank. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Amen. So the leaking Bible. Okay. Well, 
according to the Word of God, do we have anything in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation that talks about a Bible that's going to leak oil? Do we have any miracle like that in the Bible? Do we have any prophecy that's going to tell us that there's going to be Bibles that leaking oil in the end times? Did Yeshua, Jesus, ever speak about it? Did the disciples ever speak about it? Was there any hit in the Bible about it? Is the mystery in the book of Revelation speaking about this? The answer is no. So already, by analyzing the Bible this way, we can understand already that there's something wrong with the theory that a Bible can leak oil. Now we need to look at the aspect number two. Why are people running after a Bible that leaks oil? Well, number one, because we're living in the end times. And in the end times, the Bible says that many will be deceived. Matthew chapter 24, verse 24 says, and I'm paraphrasing, he will deceive the very elect if possible. Now, is the very elect believers or non-believers? The very elect are believers. So obviously, God knew, because God knows everything, he's before the foundation of the world. He is, he was, and he is to come. He is the Aleph and the Toph, the Alpha and the Omega. He knew that in the last days, there is going to be a deception in the body of Yeshua because it says he will deceive the very elect if possible. And I will have to say, Brother Frank, based on the Word of God, not based on my opinion, not based on what I like or what I don't like, based on the Word of God, I can conclude that this leaking Bible is a deception of the last days because as the gospel is being preached, as people are being saved, as Satan knows that his days are numbered, that his time is near, so is the deception, and he will try to deceive the very elect if possible. Why? Because he wants to get you out of God's provision. He wants to get you out of God's blessing. He wants you to focus in a different direction, looking for some kind of an adventure. And I'm translating from Hebrew. I don't know how that comes in in English, but in Hebrew we say it's kind of some kind of an adventure in order to get you in a situation that you won't be prepared for Yeshua's second coming. Because there's going to come a time where if you're not prepared, he's going to come to you as a thief in the night. The Bible's clear on that. Amen. That he comes as a thief in the night, but, but to those of you who are children of the light to you he will not come as a thief in the night that doesn't mean that we have a date but it means that we have a season that we're prepared when that seventh trump blows and he and and he calls his bride home you're not going to be surprised by it because you've been in the sanctification process you've been in the word but if you're off there looking for some kind of an adventure in the name of jesus yeshua then satan can get you off track not prepared and maybe even I'm saying it, maybe even reach a situation where you may have to deny the name of Jesus when hardship comes upon you because you're not prepared. You're not grounded in, in the word. And that's what Satan is after. He's after the seed, the body of Yeshua, Israel, spiritually Israel, which is the body of you and I. That's the, the main focus. So the, the, the question is, why oil? Okay, if you want to deceive the, the body of Yeshua, why deceive him with oil? You can deceive with other things. Why did he choose oil? Because in Hebrew, and this is very important, the root word for oil is anointing and mashach in Hebrew. The word mashach in Hebrew is mashiach. The mashiach means Messiah. So the Bible says that the oil represents in the spiritual realm, or not physical, in the spiritual realm represents Messiah Yeshua, Jesus we know in the, in, 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 in the Bible it talks about the mark of the Holy Spirit. What's that mark of the Holy Spirit? 
That is the anointing oil in Hebrew, which represents Jesus Yeshua, the power of the Holy Spirit. So he, Satan knows that the mark is the mark of the Holy Spirit. So he takes God's word, which is the anointing oil, and he says, I'm going to give a counterfeit anointing. And I'm going to get people to focus on some kind of a Bible that leaks oil. And I have to say that the whole situation here is very heartbreaking, Brother Frank, because people are buying this oil and they're not searching the Bible and they think that the oil has some kind of magic in it or some kind of, uh, uh, it's going to heal them, it's going to do something. The, the Bible is clear. There are so many Bible verses that speak about anointing oil. I can just go uh, James 5, Yaakov 5.14. If anyone is sick among you, you must call the elders of the congregation, pray for them and anoint them with oil in the name of, you, of the Lord. And we, Name of Yeshua, Exodus 29, 7. Then you shall take anointing oil and pour it on the head of the anoint and anoint him. And we can keep on going. Mark 6, 13, Hebrews 1, 9, Ruth 3, 3, Isaiah 61, 1, Luke 7, 46, Psalms 45, 7. You ask why oil? Because the whole Bible is speaking about the anointing oil here. And Satan wants to get the church out of, out of the anointing oil, thinking that the Bible is leaking oil. And I can tell you, the Bible is leaking something. And, I, and the only thing the Bible is leaking, Brother Frank, is the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen to that. Well, Zev, in, interesting enough, the, the Word of God says in Mark chapter 13, talking about the last days, For false Christs and false prophets shall rise and shall show signs and wonders to seduce, if it were possible, even the elect, as you just talked about. So a part of these false... Christs or false messiahs, or basically those who claim that they are anointed, and that's what they're talking about, this oil, this anointing oil, okay? It's, it's kind of fitting into this whole prophecy here, that they will show false signs and false wonders. And my thing is, Zev, when I just look at it from a perspective of not, you know, just looking at it saying, why, what would be the significance to this? What I see here is a book that's supposedly le leaking oil that is causing people to now spend money, and the gifts of God are free. Okay, and I don't, I'm not saying you shouldn't sell something sometimes in order to pay for costs, but I'm, this oil, I've never seen God charge for oil, uh, from his holy oil anyways. I always thought it was a free gift, but it's causing people to put their faith in a physical object instead of the Messiah himself. That is troubling to me. People are now believing that this oil above actually God himself is where they should put their faith in, and that is disturbing to me, brother. What do you think? It's, it's absolutely disturbing, and I want to take it a step further. Uh, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30 says, And do not grieve the Ruach HaKodesh, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Now, in Hebrew, when I look at the word sealed, it's talking about the mark of the Holy Spirit. It's talking about the anointing of Yeshua. So Satan says, oh, yeah, I'm going to give, I'm going to give him a different seal. I'm going to grieve the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus, in the name of Yeshua. I'm going to take that seal, and I'm going to turn it into the seal of the anointing oil on a leaking Bible, and actually blasphemy the name of God. I mean, it, it's pure blasphemy. There's a big difference between you and I discussing, uh, you know, discussing a Bible verse, and you have an opinion about the Bible verse here, and I see something here, and we're, it's not heresy, but we're having a different opinion because maybe God revealed something to you that he didn't reveal to me because ultimately only Yeshua knows everything. But something like this is not a misunderstanding. This is pure heresy, Brother Frank. 
And uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11 says that we are not to have any, and I'm paraphrasing, we're not to have anything to do with the darkness, but rather expose it. So can you imagine right now, uh, those of you who are uh, fascinated by this uh, leaking Bible, open your, turn your Bible to the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30, and, and, and look at God and, and listen to God speak. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed, the seal, the mark of the Holy Spirit, which you were sealed for the day of redemption. And instead of taking that seal, which is Messiah Yeshua, the anointing, Mashiach, and going to the uh, Word of God and, 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 and buying oil, thinking it's coming from heaven, doing Yeshua a favor, it's not only uh, taking God's money and using it in the wrong way, it's grieving the Holy Spirit. That's what I, I have to say over here. And I, again, we're not saying that we know everything, but we are saying that if this leaking oil, this Bible that leaks oil, is from God, certainly we would have read about it in the Bible. Certainly Messiah Yeshua would have spoken about it. Certainly Paul would have spoken about it. King David would have spoken about it. The prophets would have spoken about it. Moses would be speaking about it. But there's nothing in the Bible about it in context. Why? Because it doesn't come from the Bible. It comes from a different source. Amen. You know, Amen. folks, they they may not be directly selling it, but the way you get this oil is you have to go spend your money to get to one of their events, which helps bring, you know, your, you know, whether you give offerings or whatever, but you can come there to get it. Uh, I'm wondering why they're not just giving it away free and sending it out as a part of their ministry if it's just this unbelievable supply. Now, my thing is, though, Zev, it's the verse before the last verse that kind of clues me in to what this is. In Mark uh, chapter 13, uh, in verse 21, And then if any man shall say to you, Lo, here is Christ, or lo, he is there, believe him not. So there's the Bible talks about many false Christs, and what that means, folks, is not just that it's people claiming that they are Jesus. This actually also means that people are claiming that they have an anointing. See, Christ is the anointed one, the word Mashiach there. And, and so what they're saying is, listen, come here to our event because we have an anointing. There's a special anointing that you can get here that you can't get anywhere else. And the Bible warns us in the last days that many will claim that they are anointed. And that is what it throws up a very big flag to me when I see events like this happen, Zev. Well, Yeshua is God. If you believe that Yeshua is God, then you cannot believe in a leaking Bible. In the book of Yohanan, the book of John, chapter 13, verse 15, Yeshua is speaking, and he said, I have set you an example. Yeshua set the example, and what's the context there? He's talking to his disciples. He's saying, I've set before you an example. He's saying this before he went to the cross, before he died on the cross for our sins and rose on the third day, in, in order to enable his disciples to go out to all the nations and preach the gospel and share the faith. And he's speaking to us today. He set before us an example to go out there and to preach our faith, to preach the gospel. And in that example, there is nothing about a Bible that's going to leak oil. And therefore, uh, it's, it's very uh, troubling to see. But we need to understand, Paul speaks about this uh, kind of stuff happening in the end times. Galatians chapter 1, verse 8. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let them be under God's 
curse. Now, what, what does that mean, a different gospel? The Holy Spirit revealed to Paul that there's going to be many different gospels. Gospel is in the name of Yeshua. So this oil is one of the adventures out there in the name of Yeshua. It's a different gospel. That's exactly what Galatians chapter 1, verse 8 is speaking about. Now, even if they give this oil out for free, it's, it doesn't matter if it's for free or not for free. We're not even focusing here on the, on the, uh, on the financial sub, uh, issue here. We're focusing here on the kingdom issue here. We're focusing here on eternity. This is very, very serious that people are not examining the Word of God and they're going after an adventure. If we did a, a, a conference right now, Brother Frank, about preaching the truth of the Word, we'd have, we'd have 500, 1,000 people come to the conference, I'm sure. But you do a, a conference about a leaking Bible, you'll have 7,000 people in no time. Why is that? Because people are searching for adventures. The Word of God is just not good enough for them anymore. And that's the truth, and he'll deceive the very elect if possible. These are the times that we're living in right now. Well, I agree, Zev, and, and really it, it kind of break, it, it comes down to worship. And when Jesus was being tempted of the devil, and the, the devil told him, If thou therefore wilt worship me, all shall be thine. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And when I see this flowing Bible, I see worship here. The beginning of worshiping this Bible and what it can do uh, physically here on this earth versus the one that that Bible talks about is where our worship is to be directed. So I see it, for me, I see it's about worship also, Zev that it's redirecting us to putting our faith into this book instead of putting our faith into the one the book talks about. Absolutely. The Father is looking for those to worship him in spirit and in truth. Uh, and I had a lot of people email me and say, you know, Zeb, have you, have you actually gone uh, when you were in the States in one of the conferences? Did you have an opportunity to go and uh, to, uh, to examine this uh, Bible? And I said, I don't need to go examine the Bible. The Word of God has already examined it for me. It is impossible that a Bible is going to leak oil and it comes from Yeshua. It may come from somewhere else. There may be, I'm not saying that, I'm not going to get into the uh, motivation of doing it. I'm just telling you, it's not scriptural. It's not, God can do anything. God can leak, uh, if God wants to leak oil from, uh, from the clouds, he can leak oil, not just from a Bible. But he's not going to do that because the Bible doesn't say that he's going to do that. So we're not talking about what God can do. We're talking about what is scriptural, what is biblical, and that's not biblical. And the body of Yeshua needs to be warned about that. You know, I, I, I'm in Israel, Brother Frank. I mean, if, look, to invent an adventure here in Israel uh, would be much more than inventing an adventure in Atlanta. All I have to do is you know, say, I've got a Torah scroll that leaks gold. I mean, that's blasphemy. It's not about, if I want to get... 15 million views in 24 hours, all I need to do is get a Bible scroll that leaks oil or, or does something, and I'm in Israel, and people will flood to it. But try to preach the true word of God, and people get angry. That's just the way it is. Not everyone. Some people want the truth, Brother Frank, but I'm just, we're living in the times where people are seeking adventures, and they're doing it in the name of Jesus, thinking they're doing Jesus a favor. 
Well, I, I agree with that, Zev. And, and the problem is this is very specifically prophesied in the Word of God that there will be a famine in the land, folks. And in Amos chapter 8, verse 11, says, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro, seeking the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Folks, there's a problem that we have a famine in the land, and people are grabbing for any type of sign or wonder instead of actually seeking the true word of God. And folks, the worst thing you can do in these last days is put your faith in man's invention instead of the truth that is in the word of God. Zeb, that kind of brings me to another point. With all this deception that's going on in the world with leaking Bibles, with gold dust, with all kinds of, you've seen probably more than I've ever even read about, and, and that's, you know, the whole people that have blood running from the palms of their hands, and it goes on and on and on. Zev, what do we do as believers to stop this deception from getting into our own lives? Being grounded in the Word of God. If you don't understand the Word of God, read, ask the Holy Spirit for revelation. God will reveal the truth to you. The Bible was not given only to professors and only to doctors. It was given to everybody. When the message was delivered in Bethlehem, in Bethlehem, house of bread, in the city of David, when it was delivered, it wasn't delivered to professors. It was delivered to shepherds. Shepherds were simple people at that time. And the message that today a Savior was born was delivered first to the shepherds. What's the message here? That the shepherds are to follow the shepherd. That's number one. Number two, that the message was delivered to the simple man because the message is simple. It's supernatural, but it's simple. And everyone can understand the message and understand the Word of God, but they have to be grounded in the Word of God. God is not going to force you to be grounded in the Word, just like He doesn't force you to call on His name. Grounded in the Word means you don't run after things that are outside of the Word of God. So what do we need to do? What we're doing here today, we're preaching the truth, we're sharing the truth, we're glorifying Jesus, God, and that's what we need to do in these end times. To stay in the word. It's not easy, Brother Frank, because there's so many, so much deception out there, so much darkness out there, so many things done in the name of Jesus. Look, the Holocaust was done in the name of Jesus. It was, um, they were claiming to be believers. Were they believers? Absolutely not. In the same way, this leaking Bible is done in the name of Jesus. And I'm telling you right now, there's nothing in the Bible that indicates a leaking Bible. Nothing, Brother Frank. And this is just another deception in the end times, and it's dangerous. And that's what we need to do in the end times. And you talk about, I've seen a lot of things. Look, we, I was in, uh, I'm not going to mention the place right now, in some oriental uh, uh, country. And they brought me into a conference to preach a message. And they brought out five people with shofars. And they were blowing the shofar. And they claimed that they have a shofar that bleeds. It's called a bleeding shofar. And every time this prophet would blow the shofar, it would bleed. And they asked me, what do you think about that? And I had to make a decision right there. Am I going to please man by not hurting their feelings? Or am I going to preach the truth? Because you can't love people over righteousness. And they asked me without asking me in advance. And I said, 
It's not scriptural. If that shofar is bleeding, and I don't think it is, either you have to go to the dentist, it's fake or it's demonic, or all three of them. That's number one. Number two, I was in Israel, and somebody from the States came to me, loves Yeshua, and they hand me four bottles of oil, and they said, we went all the way to Atlanta and bought you the oil from the leaking Bible, and I couldn't take it, Brother Frank. I had to tell them in a loving way that that's not scriptural. They had a good heart. They wanted to, to bring me something. They thought it was going to bless me. They didn't know. Why didn't they know? Because there's not enough preaching of the gospel out there because everybody's worried about offending somebody else and everybody's worried about being politically correct and everybody's worried about what's going to happen. Are people going to leave my newsletter? Are people going to leave my church? Well, it doesn't matter. Greater is he in us than the one in the world. God is the ultimate power. He's the one that sets the example. He is the king of kings. And yes, we're not to offend people. There's no preaching the gospel without love. Love is the basic. But we cannot love people over righteousness. The truth must be preached. If I would have taken that oil, uh, Brother Franklin, I could have thrown away, right? My message to that person would have been, thank you for doing that and encouraging them to buy more oil and give it to other pastors and other people, and that would have been wrong. So it's our duty as believers to expose false doctrine. Amen. You know, the Word of God says in Hebrews 11, uh, verse 6, it says, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Folks, the way to stay grounded, the way to stay protected, the way to stay under the wings of the Almighty is to diligently seek Him. God actually enjoys those who seek after Him with all their heart, and He says that He rewards them. He, he rewards them, I believe, by showing them the truth, protecting their minds, giving them a spirit of discernment, and keeping them in His way. And folks, that is the key to overcoming in these last days, is diligently seeking the Lord with all of our hearts. Zev, I appreciate you sharing about this leaking Bible um, and, and, and the truth that is behind it. And Zev, I actually did not realize that even over there in Israel, you have had so many inquiries about this. Um, I'm sure that's something you uh, get from all over, different kind of ministries all the time. Zev, this, I know we don't have much time left, but what, what would you say to believers right now to encourage us as we continue to enter in these last days? Well, absolutely, Brother Frank. I just want to touch on one more, one more thing that happened here in Israel. Sure. It's very important to realize that, you know, we have anointing oil that's sold all over Israel. And again, the anointing oil itself has no power in it. It's just a, a symbolic uh, sign of the mark of the Holy Spirit. Uh, there's nothing... You don't have to have it. You know, you could you could pray as long as you understand the spiritual aspect of it. But we had people come to Israel over here, people that I know for years from Finland, from America, from Canada, and they were telling me to take them to buy oil in Jerusalem, and they wanted to take the leaking Bible and mix it with the anointing oil of Israel and say that this represents somehow the church and Israel together, and it's... I, I was shocked to even hear these things, Brother Frank, how people can get these ideas. Where do they get these ideas from? So they're taking the true oil from Israel, and they want to mix it with this leaking Bible, thinking they're doing God a favor as a picture of the one new man. 
<laughs> I mean, even that has, uh, has penetrated here into Israel. We deal with these things all the time, Brother Frank, from Christians, believers who love Israel. Why? Because they've been deceived. And, and it could very well even be, Brother Frank, that those who are promoting this uh, leaking Bible have also been deceived. I don't know. I'm not here to, uh, to name any names. I'm just saying that it's not scriptural. It's dangerous. It's grieving the Holy Spirit. And it's definitely not putting you in a, in a situation of blessing. So what can we do in the end times right now? What would I say to any? If, if, you, if you don't know Yeshua yet, and you're listening to this for the first time, or you've been, you've been hearing the gospel for many years, but you have not called on the name of Yeshua, Jesus, as Lord and Savior of your life, then today is the day of your salvation. Today is the day to call on the name of, Jew, of Yeshua, and you shall be saved. If you're a believer, and you've backslid, and you've turned away from God, now is the time to turn back to God. Now, because we don't know how long we have. Some people like to ask, what do I need to do? How long do I have? You have one heartbeat. That's all it takes. One heartbeat. Because you don't know when your next heartbeat is going to be. Now your heart is ticking. Now you're at the right place at the right, right time. Call on the name of Yeshua. Make him Lord and Savior of your life. Make him King of kings and Lord of lords of your life. And you will be blessed in this world and for eternity. Amen, Zev. Thank you so much for sharing. Folks, it's going to get crazier out there. The days are getting darker, but our Lord is glorious. He's marvelous, and he will be with us to deliver us through these times. Have faith, and keep looking up, folks, because it's all coming down. This is Brother Frank and Brother Zev on the Remnant Call saying to everybody, good night and shalom. Shalom.